Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Nikki. Thank you for joining. Good morning, Chrissy. How are you guys' uh, morning going so far? Today is a today is a great day. It's the best day of my life. Today is a great day. It's the best day of our lives. Hope you're enjoying your morning so far. Facebook has a little bit of a delay, so if I don't get right back to you, um, I will do so shortly. I'm also recording for the um, podcast as well, so um, it will be up on the podcast as well. But good morning to you guys. Uh, good morning, Frank. Thank you for joining this morning. Good to see you. Um, yeah, so this morning I want to talk about <clears throat> being fully engaged. Being fully engaged in what you're doing. You, we, we need to learn to into a Zen-like state of being to be able to live life more abundantly. Um, you know, what I'm observing is especially um, in our society, you know, there are so many things going on at one time. We have so many different devices and so many things going on at once. Uh, it is not, yes, Frank, it is an amazing day. <laughs> Absolutely amazing day. Um, we have so many things going on and it's not that, you know, getting involved that multiple things are, are bad. Uh, however, we have to be fully engaged when we're trying to obtain our goals, right? We're trying to live a life of abundance. So that leaves, that means that we are must, uh, we, we are looking to live life more intentionally and purposeful, purposely. Uh, so those people that join me in the mornings, uh, Monday through Friday for, at 8, 19 AM, you know, this is the purpose of this. This is the purpose that you set aside time to start your day intentionally, that you start your day purposely. In other words, you want to control the direction of your day. So imagine starting your day without inspiration or starting your day without getting a positive word or without meditation or without prayer or without some type of positivity. So if you start your day, like if you don't start your day like that and then you run into obstacles trials tribulations or storms then what does the rest of the day look like how are you prepared and how can you manage to get throughout the rest of the day without being fully prepared so in other words if a if a if a warrior is headed out to battle the warrior understands that there's all type of wiles and evils that exist. There's all type of beauty that exists. But you want to put on the armor that you need to go out into the day. You want to carry the tools that you need to be prepared for anything that might take place. In order, in order to do that, you must be fully engaged in what you're doing. And fully engaged means starting your day with positivity, starting your day with inspiration, starting your day with knowledge, being fully engaged engaged in what's right in front of you. In other words, you're saying to yourself, my day is fully ahead of me. Uh, a prosperous day is fully ahead of me. How do I know? Because I've set the intention for the day. I've set the purpose for the day. And how did I do that? I started my day with meditation. I started my day with my breathing. Uh, my, I started my day with gratefulness. I started my day with forgiveness. I started my day uh, loving those people uh, that speak bad words against me. I started my day loving and blessing my family members that are around me. I spent my day uh, putting my hand on my children's head and telling them that they are prosperous and abundant and that they are bountiful and that they can accomplish anything that they want. I start my day by kissing my wife and saying, I love you. I appreciate you. Today is going to be an awesome day. You know, you want to start your day with intention. Good morning, Angel. Thank you for joining us this morning. So you want to start your day with that intention. This is how you're prepared for anything that arises in your day. 
being fully prepared, being intentional, entering to what I call a Zen-like state so that you may induce cooperation from the entire universe. See, the person that sets out their day and begins their day with intention, with purpose, with positivity, that person is prepared for the day. So that means anything that comes on, you see, even if something comes on that is so hard for that person to handle, they're able to handle it a little bit more because they went out with the outlook of today is going to be prosperous. Today is going to be bountiful. We know things are going to come up. We know obstacles will occur, but are you prepared for the obstacle? So now imagine that same person starting their day. Good morning, Lila. Thank you for joining. So imagine that same person starting their day off without positivity, without intention, without prayer, without reading uh, some form of knowledge, be it the Bible, the Quran, or whatever that knowledge they choose to read. Imagine that person starting their day without those things. Now that person is, uh, uh, obstacles are brought onto them, uh, trials, tribulations are placed in front of them. Imagine the mindset of that person that has not started the day, but they started their day with a, uh, a candy crush game. You know, they started the day, uh, you know, playing video games or they started the day just, you know, whatever, you know, it, the, the, the mindset of those people are going to be different as they walk throughout their day. And so what we're talking about this morning is being fully engaged. Sometimes in the morning, maybe we don't start, start with social media and the aspect of scrolling, 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 and doing a lot of intaking of things we don't want. Maybe we start the day with being intentional. Maybe we start the day with intentional inspiration, intentional knowledge, intentional uh, uh, fortification, whatever it is that you may need for the day. So now you're going throughout your day prepared. I cannot stress to you the importance of, of telling your significant other how much you love them and appreciate them at the beginning of the day and then the, throughout the day. Tell, tell, talking to your children and telling them how prosperous and how, uh, f how, how strong they are. And uh, good morning, Fab, thank you for joining. Good morning, Linda, good morning, Nancy, thank you for joining. I can't tell you the importance of starting your day with the intention of being positive. You see, one thing I learned a long time ago, uh, I, I've learned that I had to enter this Zen-like state on an ongoing basis because all start of, uh, sorts of trials and tribulations and obstacles are always going to arise in front of me. And here's what I learned. At no point when I get angry at the circumstance or if I try to uh, uh, be furious with the circumstance, do, does it end happy? When people ask me every day, you know, how are you doing? I always answer the same. Today is a great day and it's the best day of my life. I don't answer that to, as to say that I just have a great saying. I say that that because I genuinely believe it, because I've understood that the times when I started my day mad, angry, and frustrated, and then I went and tried to beat up the universe or beat up the world with my anger, I get nothing. I get no response. As a matter of fact, it makes it 20 times or 100 times worse getting frustrated and angry at the circumstances situation. Tell me the last time that you've had an obstacle, storm, trial right in front of you and, it, you, know, and you, you looked at the situation and someone says, how are you doing? And you said, oh, my lower back hurts and you know, I'm having all these troubles. And, so, and then you, you, you complain and you've dumped all of the issues out in front of you. Good morning, Vaughn. Thank you for joining You've you've joined me familiar. You've joined. You've uh, said all of these uh, these negative things about you know how you feel and what you're going through and so on and so forth. Okay, now you're done. You let it all out. Now what happens? What happens next? <laughs> Nothing. 
Nothing happens. You've said it and you've only given more power to the negative situation. You've only given more power to the frustration situation. You've given more power to the ails that you said you had in your body. In other words, you've used your mouth to speak the intention of more chaos. You've used your mouth to speak more intention of confusion. And so the same is true with your time. When you take your time and you put your time intentionally uh, upon positivity, you put your time intentionally towards trying to solve the situation healthily, healthy instead of uh, uh, agitating the circumstance or situation, you're going to yield a better result every time. Every time I approach a situation and I say, how can I solve this? What could I do if I do anything? Listen, one thing you always, <laughs> one, one thing I've noticed is I speak to people a lot of times, I'm talking to people in the moments of crises. And I've noticed that the people that are very, very smart, that have the intention of solving their circumstances situation, they grab a pen and paper. This has happened to me throughout two decades. Over 20 years, this has taken place. When I start speaking, someone takes a pen and paper and they say, okay, what'd you say? Wait, go back, go back. And they start writing it down. That person I know has the intention of solving the situation. The people who are just listening and they just, they just listen and walk off, I know that it's going to be very difficult to solve. So one thing you can do is you can grab your pen and paper and you can write down, what are five things I could do? If I could do anything, listen, it doesn't matter if you've done it already. If you've done it already, I want you to put 10 things. But if you haven't approached the situation, you said, I'm going to solve this situation. I just want you to write down five things. I don't care how radical those five things are. And what you'll find is this, is that there are secrets hidden in the doing of a thing. There are secrets hidden in the doing of a thing. I can't tell you more and more how I'm walking into different circumstances and situations and I'm identifying things that I did not know and I did not understand. However, as I approach the circumstance or situation and I enter into it and I just start doing it, I start to gain more knowledge of it. Hey, okay, now I couldn't see that from the beginning before I started, but I can see it now. And so in the process of doing that, I can write down something I observed, something I've taken in. This is what I call being fully engaged in your circumstance, being fully engaged in trying to solve your situation, being fully engaged in trying to bring an abundant life to yourself. You are the author of how this is all going to turn out. Wherever you put your mind is what you're going to get. You don't believe me? I challenge you. Take a pen and paper. Good morning, Mark. Thanks. Thank you for joining. Take a pen and paper and go back and count the last five obstacles that you had in your life. The last five. I want you to write down five, the last five obstacles that you that you took on in your life. Good morning, Cherie. Thank you for joining. And then as you write down the last five obstacles that you had in your life, I want you to write down next to each obstacle. What was your mind state? What was your mind state when you when the obstacle presented itself to you? When it presented itself to you, did you say, hey, I can handle this. I'm going to take this on. I can get it done. Or did you take the mindset to say, uh, you know what? Um, you know, I don't like this. This is challenging or this is difficult. Um, all right. So you're, you're saying, hey, this is difficult. This is hard to do. Right. So. What was your mind state? And then as the circumstance, the circumstance uh, proceeded, did your mind state change or did it remain the same? This is how you identify and how you are fully engaged in your own life. See, I can go play Candy Crush and I have nothing against Candy Crush. I'm just 
tossing out a name that I know a bunch of people play. <laughs> That's the only reason why I'm mentioning it, right? I know nothing about it. But I can sit around and I can play a game on my phone. And then my life is going in chaos, right? And then I say, am I being fully engaged in my own life? No, I'm giving my energy to the game. And so as I give my energy to the game, in essence, my energy is my time. As I give my energy to the game, my time is not being spent intentionally or purposefully in solving my own situation. And so by default, I'm automatically losing. This is, the, this is your default. The default is that you have the ability to solve something, but you choose to start your mornings day after day after day, not fully engaged in starting inspirationally, positively, you know, or whatever. Right. But you choose to spin on the game. Now, when I finish the game and I put the game down, I now have to walk into my life. Now, as I walk into my life, let me ask you, it's a simple question. You can ask a seven year old. Are you prepared for your day? You see, you're not prepared for the day. You, 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 anything that can come and would come, you're not ready for it because you didn't start your day. In other words, you didn't plant the seed of how your day is going to go. Then you walk into what's your communication? What is your speech like? People ask you, how are you doing? Oh, I'm struggling. Oh, I don't have money. Oh, this is that. Oh, you know, you're talking that way. So now you're, you're intentionally not spending your time the right way and you're intentionally not speaking or talking the right way. Do you see how this creates a, an effect? Right. It's create. This creates the effect. You, you know, you have the cause, which is how you're spending your time. And then you have the effect. What are the results? Oh, I didn't get it done. Oh, it didn't happen. What did you do to solve it? How did you spend your time? Are you fully engaged? Do you enter into a Zen like state and ask, what do I want this to look like when this is all over? What could I do to make it happen? Right. And so by default, we have the same things we always do. Right. We go to the same people. We ask the same questions or we take the same actions. But what you're saying is that you want another level of life. You want a higher form of life. You want a more abundant life, a life. You want to live life more abundantly. But then you have to raise the, your standards. You have to go to the next level. You have to be in the middle of a storm and stay calm. You know, I think about those. Uh, I heard Alan Watts say one time he's talking about the monks. Right. And we and you say, well, some of these things are impossible or this is the way it's always has been. And that's the truth. You can embrace how things have always been and you will always have what you've always had because you refuse to think that the change can take place in your favor. However, if you intentionally go in and say, I'm going to take on the impossible, I'm going to take on that which may be highly improbable. But my, my mind state is going to be a Zen like state that I'm going to conquer the situation. I'm going to solve it. So you say, what does that look like? So let's give a practical example. A practical example is when you see monks, right? Monks could be sitting and they're sitting uh, in their, their uh, meditative state, right? And in their meditative state, they're sitting there and then all of this freezing cold is going on around them. But yet you see a circle around their body. Heat. They're not cold. They're not shivering. They've taken their body and their mind to into a state of being where they're fully engaged in being at peace within themselves. You hear what I'm telling you? They're taking their mind. They're taking their body. They, they're entering to, into the Zen light state where they're fully engaged, where they have perceived and understand that I control my atmosphere or I control the external. The external does not control me. In other words, they're playing an inside game on an outside world. So although it's cold, although there's a blizzard, although there's a storm, although it's freezing cold, their state of being 
has been uh, heightened into a point in which they have influenced the environment around them where you see the circle on the ground and it's all the ice is melted. The snow is the snow is of no effect. The snow is of no effect. The cold is of no effect. Right. Because the cause the state of being, the cause that they've entered into has dictated to the environment. So what does that look like? So there's two ways to do that. You can do that positively or you could do it negatively, right? So those are your two options. And again, when you enter in, you go into a negative aspect, what usually happens? Think about it. Every time you enter into an aspect where things are negative or you perceive it as negative or you're frustrated and you're angry. Good morning, Aleem. Thank you for joining, right? Think about it. Come on. I need you to dig deep on this, right? Because you, because what we're trying to do is we're trying to solve our lives. We want to live a life more abundantly. So I'm telling you in order to do that, this is an inside game. It has nothing to do with what's going on outside of you. Listen, when you get into those states where you're frustrated and you're upset, how often do you yell and kick and scream and then everything goes perfect? Come on, answer the question. When does it work? It never works. <laughs> so why even do it? Why even do it? You know, it was, it was funny because I watched, I, I thought it was so funny. I watched yesterday, um, I, uh, someone posted something and I was, I was curious because I said, man, I don't really encounter these type of people, but these type of people exist. Obviously there was a the few gentlemen in the back of a uh, lift car and there was a gentleman with a seatbelt on. And I was watching how the people in the back row were inducing a state of frustration and anger in the back seat. Right. And and, and and one guy was saying, hey, my anxiety is getting out of control. And they were trying to literally blame the driver. But the driver was sitting there. It was a very big guy and he had a seatbelt on. And the one guy kept saying, hey, I'm threatened for my life. And he was walking in and out of the vehicle and he says, I'm threatened for my life. And I'm thinking, how are you threatened for your life? You can just walk off. <laughs> the other one said, my anxiety is out of control. And I'm saying the only reason why his anxiety is increasing, if at all, is because he's talking and the guy next to him is talking him into it. So they are literally doing this to themselves. So this is what I'm asking you. How many times are you embarking on a situation where you are literally doing it to yourself? Right. You want us. You say you want to solve it. But all you're doing, like like those gentlemen, is adding chaos and confusion. You're increasing your own anxiety. You're increasing your own talk and you're not paying attention and not being fully engaged in what's in front of you. If those gentlemen would just ask themselves a simple question. Right. What are my options? Right. The last five times I entered into a situation where things didn't go well and I acted this way. Did I get a good result? No, you didn't. I didn't finish the whole video because I didn't have time to, but I just thought it was very fascinating, right? And so <laughs> it's probably safe to say that they didn't get what they were looking for because we know it doesn't work. So you have to take time to be fully engaged in your own life. You have to be intentional. You have to dig in and figure out what is working and what's not working. It's okay to fail because when you fail, at least you say, at least I know that doesn't work. Now you're free to move on to another option. So if you're facing these storms or trials in your life right now, what I'm, what I'm uh, asking you to do is to just write down. Write down the last five times you went into a situation. We all know what the outcome is going to be, but just go through the exercise and help yourself, right? When you had a state of being that was positive and you figured, I'm going to find a way to solve this, did you do it? 
The times when you when you played the game or you had a competition or whatever it was, the times when you entered into the state of being when you said, hey, I think I can do this, you'll find that you tend to do it. The time, the times when you have the biggest victories. Uh, one time I remember, one time I wanted to get this special car, and and this car, I used to drive behind the car and go to the car lot and look, stand there and look at this car all the time. You know, I was fully engaged in it, and I got the vehicle right. So I'm think I thought back on those times in my life when I was fully engaged in something and something happened. Right now we can't time patience is what you're going to need. Obviously patience, but at the same time. In being fully engaged, we're exercising patience, but understanding that if we hold the frequency that we will actually dictate to our environment. We play that inside game on an outside world. We're like the monk sitting in the middle of the snow with the circle around the melted snow circle uh, circle around us on the ground. Right. Because you're going to dictate to your environment. Be positive about it. Find out what you could. So. Write down five things also that you could do. What could you do? Even if they're up, they're crazy, radical. You're like, oh, there's no way in hell I can do that. Try, write it down. Just write it down. Listen, if you write it down, what does that mean? The police are going to come. They're taking you away because you wrote it down. What does that mean? You're a crazy person because you wrote it down. No, listen, after you write it down, you can rip it up. You can shred it. You can burn it. You can flush it. Nobody has to know you wrote it down. But a lot of times what I found is that sometimes we don't even want to do that. Why? Because just the idea or the thought of writing something crazy down makes you uncomfortable. You have to get comfortable with the idea of being uncomfortable, right? Everyone is going to have an opinion on what they think or how they think that you should do it in the way it should go. Everyone's going to have that opinion. But here's the thing about it. What I figured out, the more opinions that those people have about you, then chances are they're not spending time on their own lives, which means they're not going to get to where they're trying to get to anyway, which means you don't have to worry about that person. You see? Pay attention to what you're doing. Be fully engaged in what you're doing. What could you do to get to the next level? What could you do? You need a job. You need uh, an increase. You need pay. What could you do? I'm in the process right now. My business partner and I are in the process of restructuring the whole business. And things have gotten very difficult, right? They were very, very difficult. But no matter what storm came up, I was determined that I'm just going to stay in a zen-like state. I have to stay at peace. I have to stay at peace because I know I can dictate to the circumstances and they won't dictate to me. So it's only a matter of time. The, 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 the mind state that you have to say is that either the snow is going to give up and melt around me, right? Right? Or I'm going to let it overtake me. Those are the only two choices. So you have to be, you're going to be like the monk, right? Or you're going to be like that freezing guy that's just shivering and cold and the snow is going to overtake you. Why? Because it know it has you. That snow knows it can take you down. It's going to take you down. But if you enter into that meditative state, the snow just know, look, we go there, you're going to, we're going to melt. We can't outlast this monk. We can't outlast this person because they have this force field around them that is just like you know, blazing hot or heat. And if we go there, we're going to melt. And that's what you see around them. Their, their, their auric field is controlled. They control the temperature in that field of energy. So you have to also do the same thing. Use your auric field to control the energy that is around you. That energy is powerful. When you walk up to another person, good morning, Steve. Thank you for joining. When you walk up to another person, what people don't realize, two people come together and those auric fields come within each other. Something is happening, right? Something is happening. Those two fields now have to calibrate or it's going to be chaos, right? So 
if you're entering into an, in a field with a person and they say, oh, you know, my back is hurting and this, and they get into all this complaining and you allow it to go, you have just entered into that field, right? And that is going to be the dominating energy in that field. And now you're going to walk away and you say, oh man, you know, I, I, I'm tired. I don't feel right. You now collected some of that energy and taken it with you, Right. Because you allowed them to calibrate you to a different frequency. That For that reason is why when I walk to people, that's why I immediately say, I say, how are you doing? I, and then I listen. I listen. Good morning, T. Thank you for joining. I listen. Right? Because their response tells me what their field is doing. Right? I'm looking at their body language. Their body language tells me what their field is doing. And then I have to make a determination. I'm either going to affect my environment and I'm going to be the dominating force in that energy field or I'm going to spend a moment time and I walk away and then I start doing affirmations and start speaking to myself and getting myself back in the right state of being. Because I can't afford to take that with me throughout the day. There are too many things that I'm intentionally working on. I can't carry that with me. So my wife and I, we have a little thing where we talk about when you hear people's issues and circumstances and situation, you know, you listen and you can partake in it and you try to affect the circumstance and situation and help them as best you can. Right. But you don't wear the coat of it. And that's what a lot of people do. They wear the coat or the issue of their circumstance, problem or situation. They wear the coat or the circumstance of other people's trials and tribulations. And they wear it around. Oh, you know, John is going through this and so on and so forth. And I just feel so bad for him. I wish I could help, but I can't. That's too bad. And, you know, that's the way life is and things happen. You know, 